Yeah. If I die tomorrow, I hope you hear these words. I ain't here to flip no birds or sip no syrup. Hope the future generations can get this urge. Stay woke, youngin', and avenge these nerds. Uh. Hey guys, We're it's back. Tuesday night. What's up? What's, What's up? going on? What's going on? Hanging it's good. There, it's Tuesday there. night. How you guys feeling? You know, Tuesday night is Loki's night. I feel like we're different levels of like a beard because like Seabass got rid of the mustache. Tone is the infamous mustache. I'm full yes. beard. I don't know what's going on here. Bro, it is Tuesday night. I am with right. my boys and I am drinking fucking Malta on a yes. Tuesday night. Yes, Let's go. Yes, you are. El viejo. Yes, you got the are. Viejo in the house. Yeah, you, 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 you wear that mantle with pride, my man. Absolutely. Oh, I do. So how are you guys feeling? So wait, 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 wait. With the energy popping and all that, I had to spice it up. Um, you guys are ready. We're gonna go through the announcements real quick, and then we gotta bring in our guests because we have a great diet today of joining us at the round. I want to say the table, but you know, there is no round table, it's just you know around the internet. Um, so welcome guys again, another episode of Nerds Around. So just some quick podcast announcements. If you guys have not been catching up with Catch the Craze, you need to because we have each have now they've done three separate interviews, and the last one they just dropped is the one, the only, the mighty tone from across the hall. I so make know. sure you're going to catch time. the craze. Yeah, it was a good time we recorded three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I like some of your predictions. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> guys, go there, check it out. Each one of us. Got a whole three series. Just follow um, the Catch the Craze channel. Please like and subscribe to our channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Twitch channel. Please support us. Uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram. Make sure you're following us on TikTok. Yes, we are on TikTok now. Oh, my God. Yeah, an old man on TikTok. That's what they need, another old man on there. But we are there. Count announcement. So Geek Out Staten Island is happening September 4th and September 5th. September 5th will be virtual. September 4th will be in person. So if you're in the Staten Island area or the New York Tri-State area, make sure you go to ghostcon.com to learn more about this convention coming up. Finally, NBNCon virtual show, August 28th and 29th. Use code get nerdy with it to get discounts on um, VIP experience, as well as if you're a vendor, there's um, vendor experience too. But the show is completely free. Law, did I say free? Absolutely free free the show is completely free for all to attend all to join it is a completely free show we are going to have a bunch of great panels on there and beyond will again be virtual 28th 29th there will be some other great things that are going to be happening on there and again um vip experience use code get nerdy with it to get some discounts um finally make sure you guys are checking out the nerds network in the description below to check out all the podcasts and everything and everybody who we like to support check out after the show because we want you to stay here watching so check it out after so make sure you're doing that like and subscribe and support so how are you guys feeling we're good we're good let's bring on the guests yes let's bring on our guests so the first guest i want to bring out um many of you have seen him on the cosplay scene we want to congratulate him too because he has just gotten married um put, put a ring on it and he is now in the married life with us he's in, he's joined the married club um the married club tone it's with me and you are in this but again everybody has he is the perfect guest for today because he has done this very awesome character that we get to see in the show give it up for the one the only nerd truth jason hey yo welcome back what's going on what's up 
Why don't you bring up the wife who's hovering around in the background? <laughs> Much like an Asgardian uh, god, of, god of mischief, I'm not very uh, electronic savvy, and I had to rely on her to get me online. <laughs> no worries, no worries. You are, you are wearing okay. the appropriate headpiece, and also congrats on the marriage. Yes. Thank you. And again, congratulations. A mata salute to you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, toasted, yeah, toasted water. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you go. Our next guest, we're also um, breaking him in. This is his first time on Nerds. Um, got to see this guy at cons on various shows. It's always great to talk to. He's come through, supportive, and everything. Um, last great conversation we had um, was over the phone. I was going to say Rhode Island, but it was over the phone. We talk about a bunch of great nerdy stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely want to have him on the show. Um, we'll show you guys some of his pieces a little bit later um, once the show comes closer to an end so you can get an idea what this artist does because he makes some great, phenomenal pieces. I want to give it up for the one, the only, Justin Hart. Justin. Hey, how's everyone doing tonight? Good. 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 Welcome to the show. It's good to be doing something with art other than teaching little kids. Uh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the same time, I like being able to do the stuff too and and, and show cut loose off. a little bit. Say that again? And to cut loose a little bit. Oh my god, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can stop crying right now. <sighs> <laughs> this yeah. next guest, um, I think he could cause he he'll probably co-sign on that. Um, again, he's been on the show before. He was uh, one of the guests on our very first live on the show. Um, we did a great, um, awesome creator series with him. He is also um, working on the second anthology with Comic Book School um, for Mister Stupendous because we want it more. He we kept we we twisted his arm, told him we want it more, Mister Stupendous. When I give it up for the one, the only A A Ruben. What's up, guys? Hey, hey, welcome hey. back! Welcome back! It's good, good to be back. It's good to be yes. back. Uh, happy, happy late Father's Day. So that you're thank out you. in Philly. Oh, thank right. you. Happy late Father's Day. Well, you as well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I just, so just to some people out there in the audience. So what's up, Dave? You're on, Dave. What's, what's up, Val? For me, hey, Val. Hey. So I'm going to get right into it with these Before questions. we get into it, don't oh. do the thing. Oh, don't yeah. do the thing. Wait, 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 yes. wait, wait. Yes. Before you do the thing. I mean, George isn't even here yet, so he's still gonna come <laughs> in and ask for it. Like he's still gonna bitch about it that oh, I didn't do it. Be like, nah, listen, man, you we just did it really enough. Just said, yeah, exactly. Right. So, as you know, on this show, we do nothing but tell the spoilers. We don't have time for non-spoiler and spoiler reviews. Today, we are doing episode two of the MCU Loki TV show, The Variant. We found out that Lady Loki is the main antagonist. Is she enchantress? We don't know. But as we do know, Tony Stark has died. You know what, Son? Just because you did that now, you're, we're, we're going to flip and flop with these questions. So I'm going to move around with these um, fun questions. But first off, hi, Vicky. Hey, Vicky. So first we'll, off, first, we'll see you Fourth of July. Right. <laughs> so Lady Loki, aka Loki, appears, um, showcasing the gender fluid reveal that we saw in Episode One when they showed uh, Loki's profile. Um, she is a variant plucked. Um, we don't know from if she was plucked from the sacred timeline or if she can possibly be a version of Enchantress. We don't know. She has a hate for the TVA, um, was even part of um and um uh, what was it? Uh has like she just like you know she hates the TVA, but she also um has the ability like to also transfer so which again this will get into more with loki's and explaining more about variants and all that but i want to get your guys thoughts of this reveal of um lady loki in the episode and we will start with the one the only loki himself um nerd truth go ahead <laughs> uh kind of completely expected it uh i didn't think they would do another i didn't think they would do like the whole uh 
Scarlet and Vision, which, uh, uh, sorry, WandaVision thing, and have uh, Vision playing against himself. I didn't think it would be Tom Hiddleston playing another Loki. Uh, Lady Loki is kind of like a big thing from the comics. It was either going to be him or it was going to be little kid Loki. Uh, the only negative thing I could say about it, and the wife said the same exact thing while we watched the episode too, is we both wish she was, uh, wasn't was a blonde because traditionally in the comics, it's always someone with black hair, female with black hair, and you would think if it's just, you know, an alternate version of, see, I don't like the whole DC version of the multiverse where how Brandon Routh is Superman and Tyler, um, I don't remember Tyler, the, the other guy, Superman, yeah. I like the version that it's like in every multiverse is Chris Evans playing different versions as Captain America. So I would think in the multiverse, it would just be Tom Hiddleston with a different chromosome. So he would still have the dark hair. So that was our only big deal about it. Like we didn't feel, we weren't feeling the blonde hair, but other than that, we thought it was what little we got of her. We thought was great. Justin, we'll move down to you. You're next tag. So, I mean, it was, it was a pretty cool reveal how they did it. Um, I feel like it was, a little obvious just based on uh, what the MCU is talking about doing with Thor and knowing that Natalie Portman's going to be stepping in as Lady Thor. So it was like, Oh, Lady Thor, Lady Loki. Okay. Why not? Um, I, I, I don't know, but ha how uh, she's screwing up the multiverse uh, kind of liking it. <laughs> screwing it up, man. Bomb yeah. the multiverse. Uh, Ari, we're going to tag you in next. Yeah, I mean, I, th I thought it was interesting that they did it very early in the show. It's only episode two, and it's like, okay, we're going to get this one out of the way now. You all know it's coming. Um, you know, there's been, been whispers that it's going to be a, uh, a gender-fluid character. We know that it is, and we're going to see it right away, and, you know, we'll see how it develops. Um, I think that they revealed it right there at the end of the episode. Um, you know, she leaves. He goes after them. Um, it kind of changes the whole paradigm of the show because he's not working with the TVA anymore. And now you have sort of three entities working against each other. Um, but it's something that, you know, it's something that, yeah, it, it's fine. And we'll see how it develops going forward. Like, I, I think that, um, you know, I, I don't think it was unexpected. And I don't think that it had to be an episode two. You know, we're still setting things up, I would imagine. Oh yeah, that we know that we're getting still set up at the long haul because I think we got like what four more episodes left. Um, Law, I'm tagging you in, tagging you in. I'm, I, wait, 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 tag. tag. <laughs> Wherever our hands are supposed to be, I'm still getting used to this swap bullshit. Um, so I, I'm with Jason. I kind of expected it to be Lady Loki. Uh, was kind of thrown off by the blonde hair, but now people are saying it might not actually be Lady Loki. It might be someone else, but um when uh, he also said that it could have been uh, kid loki i'm not uh i'm not dismissing that there could be other variants out there i feel like there's probably either variants out there that uh, are just in the background that they, we don't know about yet or lady loki's probably going to try to recruit and grab um so i'm looking forward to seeing it but um yeah, it was it was one of those like expected reveals, but how she's been messing up like the timeline and and just overall so far being a really really dope villain, I'm here for it. I'm looking forward to it. Tom, 
Take it oh, away. Right. There you go. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So to everyone, everyone's point, uh, it was pretty much we all thought it was going to be forecasted. Pretty much all the spoilers, all the other YouTubers. Uh, we all knew that, you know, Sofia D. Mortino was casted. So we figured that was the bunch uh, to the point of the other Loki. I think we're going to get old man Loki. Uh, mm, Richard, that's e. Grant, possibility, yeah. Richard E. Grant is still casted into the show, but we do not. We have not seen his character. And there has been speculation that he may be the second variant that may you know have a have a part to play in this show i'm i'm excited to see what her plan is and what her overall feeling towards the tva is and maybe what had happened what's her variant story so what did she do that makes her a variant and not part of the you know sacred timeline and seeing why she's so against the TVA, why she's taking them all out, why she's getting all these charges, and why she just threw threw bombs like twenty different timelines. Yeah, which I'm sure we'll we'll get into later because there's got to be some sort of grand scheme grand scheme here. You know, I I mentioned last week that I think the TVA and the timekeepers it's all it's all propaganda and like mm -hmm. this really isn't the secret timeline for the sake of the galaxy. It's all meant for self preservation to keep them alive, and that these other timelines are meant to maybe take them out of the out of the fold and kind of figure out who the true enemy is. Cause Marvel loves to do that where they give you the one antagonist, but the antagonist who thinks they're the hero, they're trying to like pull the screen and show the wizard behind, behind the curtain. So I'm, you know, trying to see what her, what her points are going to be. Well, I like when you mentioned the bombs because we're not going to, we're actually going to give people homework. Um, because there was just too many, too much stuff to cover with the bombs because it's like, they went off in specific timelines and there was a lot of timelines they went off in. So mm -hmm. to see how many to, to really kind of cover that in the hour, I'm gonna ask people like, let us know what you guys think. Look at all the different timelines. I mean, some of the timelines have stuff that are relevant to what we've seen so far in the MCU, stuff that has to do with history. So we can we can name drop them. We can uh, name drop them. We, 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 we can name I mean ego ego was one all. of them, but you know I have it all up. We can name drop we'll, them when we'll, we get there. We'll we will get there. But it's a real that the different variants have different powers, which I thought was really cool. It's um what they said is like how um you know excited that you guys are about that because again, this is a cool concept that again, when they showed the different versions of Loki, they're like each one had a different power. So we have the show What If coming up, which essentially which is pretty cool coming out after bringing up this whole thing with the multiverse because what if deals with the multiverse? So we're seeing this version of Loki. How excited are you to see other versions of Marvel characters that we've seen established in the MCU already having different variant um abilities and um Ari, I'll let you take away with that one. Start off. Yeah, I, th I think that's the way to do it. I mean, I think that the uh, the best on film multiverse so far, at least comics wise, is Into the Spider Verse. And if you look like it's not even the same character, right? You got you got a Miles in one, you got a Gwen in the other one, you got different versions of Peter Parker in it, depending, you know. And I think if you think about a multiverse, right, it, it would make sense for it to be that way. Um, so yeah, I, I like that he that they have different powers, the different variants have different powers. I like this whole subplot they're setting up of who's the superior Loki and which variant is because it's not just between the two of them it's between however many other Lokis there are um, however many other variants there are and it would be the same for any other characters we encounter who may have different powers who might have been um, endowed differently through whatever circumstance um, there was in their timeline um, so yeah I, I like that they have different powers I think that they also have an opportunity because it's a character that's in addition to being a comics character is a mythological character that they can 
explore some of the um, abilities that the god Loki has in Norse mythology that may or may not be in different versions of the comic book. Um, so I'm excited to see that as well because there were a lot of things in terms of shape shape shifting and uh, different mind games that he can play as well. Both both all those projection things and uh, things like that. So yeah, I think it makes perfect sense that they have different abilities, um, that different versions of the same person would be different abilities. And it also makes sense that depending on how far or where your timeline branched, that there are some versions that are closer to each other than others. Um, and mm. that there would be a full spectrum of different variants for each person in the timeline that, um, you know, um, may or may not have the same powers, the same look, the same whatever it is, right? Um, you know, so I, th I think they've done that well, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. Well, we're going to speak to our own variant, our own resident Loki. Um, Narju, <laughs> if you're up next. <laughs> um, besides being a cosplayer, I'm, I'm a huge, huge, huge nerd, huge comic book nerd, specifically a huge Marvel nerd. Uh, one of the first comic books I bought on my own, uh, with my own money, was a what was uh, a copy of What If Number One that I remember seeing it at uh, the back wall of a comic store for twenty five dollars, and I spent the whole summer doing uh, chores at my grandmother's house to earn money to buy it. Uh, so I'm I'm really pumped for this. I, I've always loved alternate universe uh, books, movies, comics, so I'm really excited about it. I thought it was interesting that the gave um, that they said the variant Loki's had different powers because again, instead of just having like Tom Hiddleston Loki playing against Tom Hiddleston Loki. It's also not just doing the same power set against the same power set. They're doing against something different to keep um, the fan base uh, interested in it. So I'm real curious to see how they, if they do introduce more variants. And I didn't even think about the old man Loki. That actually makes a lot of sense with who they cast um, in the show. Uh, I wasn't even thinking about that. But it's interesting to think of what other different powers could be uh, in play against against each other. And uh, as far as you guys had brought up with the, the bombs and the timelines, my thought on it is I've always had, again, being really nerdy, I've always had my own thought on um, time travel and multiverses. And I never liked the idea that there is a different, that basically you branch off into an, other, an alternate version of you for every decision you make. Like, oh, today I wore a blue shirt instead of a black shirt. Oh, today I ate waffles instead of pancakes. Those are different realities. I always felt like, like, time and this is kind of what they were showing on the show time and the mo and the one true multiverse i guess or the one true universe is a stream and you can drop a pebble in a stream and nothing happens the stream keeps moving in the one direction but if you drop a big enough rock a boulder it's going to make the path diverge so that's the same thing with the multiverse like you're not going to get you know whether captain america decides to wear his mask or not wear his mask up oh, two different realities but if he decides to go fight Red Skull and decides not to fight Red Skull, that creates a bigger divergence. So my thought is that she dropped off these bombs in these different realities, either A, to cause so many divergent paths that it's just going to rip time apart, or B, it's just going to create like a flood and wash time out. And that's what my thought is. Like As much as our Loki wants to, seems like he wants to control the TVA, this Loki wants to destroy the TVA and possibly even destroy all time. Oh yeah. And Joseph, wait, God damn it. Pancakes greater than waffles though. Let's <laughs> all be real. <laughs> 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 I, 
<laughs> Love you, Joe. Um, Justin, you are up next with that question. Tagging you in. So uh, I like I like the idea of the variants um, in general, and just just what capabilities they can do with it. Um, being able to mix and match. I mean, I'm I'm a big supporter of the Marvel stuff where they they like to one up themselves time and time again. So I I would love to see all of a sudden out of nowhere one of the variants is Chris Hemsworth just cause, um, you know like <laughs> you're looking at it going oh they can't do that and deep down you're like oh wait a sec they could uh, um, when they when they pull these things out they really put a lot of thought into it and I like the idea that. Uh, when before before I had Disney Plus, I should say, I didn't like the idea that um, any of the Disney Plus stuff would interfere with the MCU. But now that I'm like on board with it, I want it to just fully interact. I want it going back and forth where characters need to be be cognizant of this stuff. Um, I I have to wonder where where these time bombs went off to and how that has already affected what has already been done in the MCU. So uh, just the idea of playing with time, it's its a great concept. Um, I, at, at one point, I, I, I did gaming and role-playing that had to deal with it, and it's always a constant uh, enemy, you know, no, no matter what. Time travel is good for one thing, going from here to there. That's about it. Don't don't step on anything. Don't touch anything. Don't mess with anything. It screws everything else over. Hmm. We know yeah. we know in Futurama, Fry screwed up the timeline. He became his own grandpa. So we know that. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not. Hey Joe, you. what's up, Joe? So next up, Tony. Okay, so with all these variants, geez, man, these guys are going all, <laughs> guys are going all we, over. We're, we're gonna get, uh, we're gonna have variant tone, variant law. Yes, I'm here for that. Matt Damon is definitely a variant of Loki that I'm Absolutely. here to see. And but you uh, don't want any of the nerds to be variants at all. No, no, but, no, def definitely not. Um, I guess I'm just I'm kind of on board with what everyone says and seeing and having all of these variants on board and seeing what all the different powers are. I love that we got like the string of all these different Lokis. You got the Sasquatch Loki. You got uh, from what I saw on I think Screen Crush or Screen Rant they were talking about Lance Armstrong Loki um, on the bike, <laughs> like which I thought was great. Uh, you know, and just they made a jest of it showing him the holograms, but like clearly these are entities and Loki has been the one variant that they have been dealing with consistently. From what we know, from what we know from the show. So it seems like Variant could be a Nexus being in the MCU, not just because he's always going to diverge. And his whole path is always to diverge and mess with the TVA. And potentially Lady Loki that we know, or Enchantress, is just kind of taking this, taking taking this, running with it. And I think trying to just cause another another timeline war. I don't think it's really to end. I don't think it's to end the TVA or I think the thing is to end, you know, all of time, but really just to kind of give us that timeline war that Miss Minutes was talking about that happened in, you know, in the beginning of time. And I think that's going to be her, her whole, her whole end game at that point, which could potentially lead us back into multiverse of madness. Cause I think we've got to find a way to get to the, to multiverse of madness. And I thought, you know, we thought it was going to be with just Scarlet Witch and kind of just being 
with everything that she was creating, but it could just be with the Loki show and how the main antagonist is just bombing everything. And now Dr. Strange and her and whoever else is going to show up in that movie has to kind of figure everything out, which then leads to Quantumania and Kang just being like, what are y'all doing? Y'all messing with my timeline. And now I'm going to come and wreck house. So I think it's all kind of just has a, it has a path. That's like, that's like we're planting seeds from these shows that are just going to lead and evolve into bigger plot points in the movie that I think, you know, to your point, Justin, that these shows are able to do like you're able to play with this concept of multiverses in time slowly. And you're not worrying about two or three, two hour movies. You've just got shows that are kind of picking and choosing and planting seeds. And then you're just, you know, Kevin Feige is just going to harvest and have us all super excited for what's going to happen. And it's, and it's going to make sense. For us, it'll you know it'll make sense, and it won't just feel like it's coming out of nowhere because we know these characters are coming in the future, so they only mean you know certain things. I'm gonna let Law lead into this question because um I mean I don't want to stay too much on the variants because I know we're we're probably gonna get into. I have one hot. Go ahead. One hot take based on what everyone's been saying and just something I've been thinking about that. What if the TVA has this whole time created the sacred timeline and we ha- we know the sacred timeline to be true because that's what um, the uh, why can't the ancient one from you know Dr. Strange has said and all this other stuff? But I have a feeling that Loki's trying to restore the multiverse. Like there was always a multiverse, and there always should be a multiverse. And they're just uh, against the TVA because the TVA is like Tone's been saying, uh doing all this propaganda because it helps them for whatever they need to do. Control is the name of their game. And a multiverse is harder to control than a sacred timeline. Just going to toss that out there. Go ahead. Toss that out there because this leads, I'm going to actually lead into these next two um, questions because, um, again, it's who is Ravana's because it's revealed in this episode that she has another agent who Mo- Mo- Agent Morbius refers to. Um, I want to get your guys' thoughts of, who do you think this other agent is? Um, rumors are it could be a <laughs> Mobius. Uh, <laughs> let Justin, what's we'll you in this because you know Tony sneezed his. Uh, who do you think that could be the second agent that uh, a- Agent Ravana, Judge Ravana, that's what we'll call her, is referring to? Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I mean, I haven't put much thought into it. Uh, I, I like the idea of another version of Mobius. Uh, just just because it's a Wilson, maybe get Luke Wilson to do it. Just because, uh, <laughs> you know, have fun with it. Throw in a, another Wilson, but it, it, even with it, uh, you could have you could have lots of different characters in it. I mean, I have to wonder uh, with upcoming stuff. How does this at all play with maybe Black Widow? You know, like in the big scope of things, these interact with each other. So where could it be? Is it is it is it an agent through there? Is it uh, you know someone out of the Red Room program? Is it you know an upcoming X Men character or you know it it could be anything. So uh, it's it's fun to like investigate the clues and get into it and it's fun to enjoy the ride too oh yeah oh yeah because this this it, uh, i think it was fun because i think they hit, hinted at some stuff but there's just so much there well, ari i'm gonna tag you in next with this one who do you think it is like you want to speculate on who this agent is could it be kang could it be morbius or could it be someone we don't know yet 
Um, I'm not sure who it is, but I think it'd be kind of cool if uh, whoever it is is controlling the variant Loki the, or thinks they are the way that um, Morbius is with this Loki, if they're kind of both working secretly. Um, similarly, but again, ultimately with it, without each other's knowledge. Um, but um, I did want to go back to something Law said about the uh, multiple timelines and the, to remember that Loki is a trickster god and they work off of chaos and the more it might not even be an end game beyond that it's just i'm going to create this chaos and then whatever consequences happen for the larger mcu that lead into other things might not even be you know because this loki that we have the 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 title loki um he's very concerned with power but other versions of loki might be more into just throwing everything into chaos and then because often in the in loki stories right he throws everything into chaos and then odin has to put it back together um or you know somebody else has to put it back together so it could be i, I like that idea and i like that there could be something accidental that happens because yes the tva is all about order and loki is all about chaos and really doesn't have to be anything more than that um in terms of a motivation for the variant and um you still could lead into all those other things we're talking about but not necessarily like because they're masterminding it more so than just that they're just creating um you know a mess out of everything creating entropy um which which is something loki always does well, I'm going to speculate um, and throw my speculation in there before I ask Jason. It's going to be a, a, a crazy Hulk. We're going to go crazy Hulk with that variant. Jason, who do, who's your pick? <laughs> Honestly, I haven't given it much thought. And the main reason why I haven't given it much thought is just because I spent so much time, and I, everybody did, on WandaVision. Like, <laughs> it's this person. We're going to see Quicksilver. It's going to be really I'm telling you that. Mephisto. Like, I, I just feel like. Marvel isn't gonna isn't gonna give this to us. It, instead of gonna be instead of it, it, that, it could be anyone. It's gonna be no one. Uh, just <laughs> yeah. That's what they've been doing to us. But if I had to speculate that it would be someone, I was just thinking while you guys were talking, it would be interesting if either it was um, Kang or more specifically the actor that we know was cast to play Kang, um, hinting at Kang is coming in the future. Or since we've already seen. Um, Lady Loki, or as I've been calling her, Randy, because she did introduce herself as Randy. Uh, <laughs> uh, so she can control people. Maybe she's controlling someone to be the other agent. And she's been kind of like, you know, as they show that she's had more going on in the TVA for her, whatever her nefarious schemes are. Um, just thinking off the top of my head right now, that that could be interesting. But honestly, I didn't give it much thought because I just racked, I, I hurt my brain during WandaVision every week with you know, Reed Richards is coming and this is this person. <laughs> yep. I don't want to do it again. I'd rather just be Tell like, you. surprised. Well, I'll say, what's up, Quan? You. What's up? No one. So, um, after, um, Jason, what, what, what Jason said, I'm going to retcon what I said. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Mephisto now. Um, <laughs> wow, what are you doing? Law, Law, he, wa he wants, he wants to buy me a sandwich. That's what well, he's doing. <laughs> But let's face it, Marvel has been hinting at Mephisto anyways. Uh, if you if you judge the comics at all, it's definitely Agent Coulson that's pulling the strings. There you go. <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, I haven't considered like uh, that it's going to be someone of note. Um, 
but it'd be interesting to see like uh like Ari said I think uh a um like an X-Men character someone someone like who is not as significant to necessarily the MCO current or like the the timeline that we have but is just there for something else later that we all be like is that who we and they never dress it they literally just pop them in for that one scene and everyone can speculate and hit the ground running with it and they're just like yeah no it's just some guy like i really want it to be just some guy until like five movies down when we're like no they didn't no oh man so i'm here for that so oh yeah Arella said nightmare i mean they they did mention the nightmare division in um the last episode that um agent morbius said he'll be more than happy to help loki blow up hi Arellas. Yeah. hello What's so i I want to guess because Tony sneezed his answer. He said Kang. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, it's honestly, it just, we know in the comic books, they have a relationship. It just seems like Marvel yeah. isn't really one to, you know, to do yeah. anything crazy. Do I think they're going to bring Jonathan Majors in? Absolutely not. I think he's showing up in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I just, it just would be like, he would be the obvious person to say who is she's working with or who she knows if that relationship is canon in the MCU. Right. That's it. It could be no one. It could be. It could. I. I don't think it's anyone super crazy that we're not thinking of, though. It's either no one or it's someone we do know. That's it. Well, I want to point out um, again. So this this way, this is something we can also start with. This next topic to talk about it's about the timekeepers. So the timekeepers' name is As Vort and Zanif, um, and it's revealed in this episode. The statue of As again. He's in the center, just like in the last episode when we're in the court scene. His face is in the center, but also too. Um, you also see in the room his statue is holding his arms out while the other two timekeepers are each holding an hourglass. And even Agent Morbius goes, you know, mentions the odd one out. And um, again, Ravona cuts him off. Um, why do you guys think that incident speculation if this timekeeper may be the one who is creating the propaganda or what? What's Seabass uh, is really trying to send us down the rabbit hole, and we're all like, oh, we don't yeah. want to do it. We don't want to oh, do yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to throw you all down the rabbit hole. I'm going to start with no. Jason with this one. <laughs> Um, I, I really don't know. Uh, I know there's there's definitely they're hinting that there's something going on there. Um, just the fact that when like even Mobius was like, "Have you spoken to the timekeepers lately?" Like, like it just seems like there's definitely something going on. There's definitely something being hidden. Whether there's only one timekeeper and it's him, and the rest of it is just propaganda. Whether um. I still feel like you can't do time travel and know that Kang is coming up and not having it linked to Kang somehow. You don't have to show the guy, but there's there's got to be something. I mean, maybe that could be Kang, or as we know, Kang's had many other identities. I think in the Egyptian times, he was uh, like Ramatut, something like that. Ramatut, and he was Immortus. Yeah, I, I believe he's also been Immortus, yeah. So who's to say he's not this guy? But there's there's definitely more going on with the TVA than what's being presented to us and being presented to to us through Loki. It's it's so much. Um, Justin, I'm tagging you in. So I, I'm 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 not ready to start taking all the breadcrumbs for this. Um, they, they <laughs> come on, come down the rabbit hole. They're Ooh. like, you need to look at this. Don't pay attention to anything else. Um, I I I, I get that. Like. I'm not ready to buy into it. Uh, from from my point of view, I think it looks a lot like Thanos deep down. Um, just the way that they have the head shaped and everything, something something weirds me out with it. But I'm not ready to um, direct everything that way because 
it, it seems too obvious. It seems like it's it's uh, the term. It's a MacGuffin, you know, like they they want you to look that way just so that you're you're missing something else. RLS has um wasn't he, um he a timekeeper at one point and I believe that he worked as Kang with them and he might have been a timekeeper as a mortis. I'm gonna double check that, but I know as Kang the ah, copy worked with them. I mean I missed a warning. You, know, you gotta remind <laughs> to the game, George. He did it for you. We had the we pop up and yes. everything. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were gonna come late and you're gonna miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Ari, you're tagged in. Come on, give us a. What do you think about that? Get, get, let's go down this rabbit hole. We're throwing the breadcrumbs. Let's all be Alice in Wonderland. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, the white you rabbit. Get, when you got time, when you ever you have an organization like this, it turns out to be evil. Like it's, <laughs> it's just like you know that. I mean, going back, I think someone was it was it Laura mentioned it before. Someone mentioned it earlier. Like, yeah, you're gonna have. They're setting it up. Um, it's already set up not to be an a one-on-one antagonist, like good versus evil thing. There's already now three out in the field. There's three different things, as I mentioned before, and there are three different timekeepers as well. Um, so I think something could be going on there. there, there there's always triangulation, and um, you know, it just it's it's very. I mean, a lot of people have said it's very much like the Time Lords from uh, Doctor Who, who always end up being evil as well um they always think they're right they always think they're acting righteously and then you know the doctor's gonna tell them you know you guys are messing this up that's not the way it's gotta be so um i'm not sure who it is but i think it's interesting that we now have three different three different people with three different motives out in the field um between loki the uh variant and uh, and morbius and the tva operatives that we've seen and then we have three different timekeepers as well um so everything seems to be working in threes again it's it's very early i'm not sure who is who or who is working we don't know enough about them yet Mm -hmm. but that that's really what i've been thinking about is all the threes and three is always a mystical number it's always a key number when dramatically when you want to create these drama triangles and things of that nature so and people always move around the drama triangle you always move around from one corner to the other and step different it's always two against one and then you break the alliances you go two against one the other way so i think they're setting up something like that but i don't know who is in charge of who or who these people are yet well, i'm happy we got I'm happy we got Loki coming out tomorrow. Um, long, um, wait, wait, wait. Tagging you in now with this one because you know you were like, every hole. There we go. <laughs> we're gonna get it right. <laughs> one of these days. One of these days. I promise. So, uh, I don't want to speculate too much on like who the timekeepers are, but the but to Jason's point, they did say, um, or not they did say. I heard around uh, around from some people on the interwebs that it could be versions of Kang. And he's been running uh, as, uh, you know, the, the timekeepers have been long gone and it's really him behind um, behind the yeah. scenes. He's been a timekeeper at one point. Um, and the fact that like the one, um, the one uh, timekeeper, his position keeps changing his like hands and whatever, what have you, feels like to me that that would be the one uh that is the only timekeeper. Like there isn't like a, oh, there's three of us. It's one person running the shots, running the show, and these are just the facades, and this is just, you know, for show. So 
when whenever whoever they are gets revealed, I'm expecting it to just be one person calling the shots, and the three are going to be uh, either versions of themselves or they're going to be uh, just you know fluff and smoke for for the sake of having this you know grand entity of of timekeepers, you know. Another quick silver, maybe? I don't know. Hopefully not. <laughs> yes, mind-blowing. We'll continue, especially yep. tonight at 3 a.m. in the morning for some of us. Tone, yeah. take it away with this question. <sighs> I'll, I'll play your game. <laughs> I love it when they're defeated. I'll play oh, your game. Man. So, looking at Aurelis' comment when she was like, wasn't he a timekeeper at one point? I figured, it's not my time to go. Let me do a quick search. And I found that people are making the connection between the one of the timekeepers that we see in the animation through Miss Minutes, the middle one looks like Jonathan Majors, like just like like a like a bit of a silhouette. The way they sh- the way they sh- the way they shaped his uh, his head and his face kind of looks like him. And it is, and he is blue, and Kang the Conqueror is like bluish purple. So if I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole and say that this is Kang, that would make sense. Talking about the fact that you've got the one timekeeper and then you've got the other two, I do like the idea that it's really, you know, uh, one is three and you have the center one uh, with arms up kind of just trying to be some sort of way of justice. And then you've got the timekeeper on the left and the timekeeper on the right are just holding opposite ends of an hourglass, one going forward (laughs) in time, one going back in time. And they are just holding his hand. They are just hold, they are just his left and right hands holding time. So so, (laughs) yeah, that is the rabbit hole. That's the soapbox, whatever the hell you want to call it, but I will play your game, sir, today. I don't know if I'll do it next week. Oh man. Oh man. So I, I want a fun one. I want to mess with a fun one here. Um, because I again I love the banter between Agent Morbius and Loki, but I want to say how many of us um just with a quick reply, how many of us want to get this man a jet ski? Um Ari, come on, we'll leave it to Jersey. I know a spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you got it. I, I mean is there any that he's got to be on a jet ski at some point, right? Please. At some point, yeah. at some point in some variant timeline, he's going to have to chase someone down. Like, it's going to be like Loki with some the variant floating over the water, and he's going to have to jump on that jet ski. And, you know, they, they, he's got to do it. Um, he's, probably, also, he's, not even, he's probably not even chasing Lady Loki. He's probably chasing just, Tom. Yeah, like, just, yeah. like for me, it's the we're same energy as like Tatala going, get this man a shield. It's literally, <laughs> get this man a jet ski. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. You know, it's got it's going to happen. Like, it's it's definitely going to happen. Um, and um, I also wanted to mention, uh, well, there's also three Norns in, uh, in Norse mythology that control mm-hmm. human destiny and yeah. all of that. So um, being that we are in Loki territory could have something to do with that too. Major replications, but I, I know we all want Agent Morbius to get that jet ski. Um, I want to see that. I want. I will dress as Agent Morbius. I just. Um, I'm looking at Jason like you know. I, I'm gonna need a Loki, but um, I don't know if I'm gonna get on a, a jet ski though because you know Tony already knows my favorite jet skis, so no, I can't swim. So I'm gonna be Agent Morbius with a with a. Put a know, just put a life vest on. You'll be with right, a life man. vest. You'll be alright. You'll be alright. <laughs> I'll be on a jet ski behind you. You'll be, yeah. You'll be fine, we, but... we can get you floaties. We can do that. You know. Yeah, yeah man. Water <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, I'll lead in with um, you guys with this one, Sue, because I uh, was reading something that's pretty interesting. It's about Miss Minutes. And hold on, Doc, you gave me a qu- uh, thing here. A Joe Kawasaki should be get Wilson in the press. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Up here for so, yeah. Miss Minutes, it, it's pretty interesting because there's some stuff that hints with Miss Minutes in the show because, like, you know, you see her face in the um, elevator around the buttons. Her face is also in one of the little contraptions that they have, the little smartphones. Um, and then when Loki is talking to her, she's kind of hopping and you hear her feet, like, hitting the desk. Um, and when he asks her, are you a real thing? She goes, maybe, maybe not. Um, what do you guys think about out that um do you think that miss minutes is actually a real being or is just some construct um justin will t- tag you in with this one so uh again we're we've we brought up the idea of variance and and variants could have different powers but what if the god of mischief is being screwed with what if what if one of the variants has the exact same powers and how's how's loki gonna know otherwise at that point um you know he's he's in this different world he's in this different land of the tva and he's not well liked no one likes him you know like they're they're just doing their thing and 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 making him seem that much more crazier than he already is an elaborate prank against the prankster why not Look. Wow, I Ooh. I like it. I'm here for it. I like we went down that one. Prankster versus prankster. Jason, you're up. I, I like that idea. Um, while Justin was talking, I was thinking um, about how in 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 religion, how like the devil tempts people in different forms. If we are going down this Kang rabbit hole, who's to say that that can't be, you know, Kang and just just using some kind of like holographic AI form just to screw with everyone, screw with Loki specifically. Because other than that, then it's just, you know, it's just like a, a, a Star Trek holograph, uh, hologram AI. Uh, but it'd be a lot more interesting if there was something more to it. Mm. Ari, I say it to you for last, I've having to recently written um, a nice little sci-fi piece that was in a little book that was featured, right? It's called The Gate Media, this anthology. I'm wanting to tag you now in. Tag, tag. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do this hand placement you're, thing you're, you're, at some point. Puppy, so it's easy. It's yeah. easy. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, watching it, I really thought there's a good possibility that the whole TVA is a construct. Everyone working there is artificial in some capacity. Mm, I'm thinking right. like a a Philip K. Dick style, like the you know type of thing, but. Um, that they are all projections. Like you see the librarian and the way that she reacts to Loki. You see some different, um, different versions of uh, the various people who who are around there. And um, I'm thinking that maybe they all are, except that Morbius is some sort of gaining sentience himself. He seems to have more. Um, he's he's almost like an an AI who's becoming. Uh, becoming sentient um, and is, you know, he's he's a little different. But everybody else, um, I don't, especially watching, it was more so watching the first episode than the second episode, but that idea definitely ran through my head, in which case Miss Minutes and everybody else, the guards who give you the tickets and all, all of the whole, the whole business is some sort of elaborate construct, the whole TVA. 
TVA is Skynet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Law. Oh man, I'm mad that that that's the one that sent me down the rabbit hole. Like, oh shit. <laughs> What if, yeah, what if they're all, what if, like, if, if we could, it could be out of the realm of possibilities that if it's one guy running the show, it's one elaborate, like, you know, smoke and mirrors, like, illusion where everything is fake and it's just like, you know, Miss Minutes, little, you know, whatever. It's, it's almost like the, um, the little, you know, cutesy character that ends up being, the main person big bad the, the, the big bad but it's just there it's just there to be there as eyes on no one suspects it because it's just there and it's just you know oh hey how's it going that's not third but they've been watching the entire time you know um so that would be pretty interesting and then also um that whole idea when mobius and and loki were having the conversation about you know creation and it like that whole uh, uh conversation was amazingly done um so you know it's not on the realm of possibilities that you know a lot of whoever is in tva was created for the very purpose that they serve so yeah i, I like it I'm, I'm here for it damn you ari damn you <laughs> we have some good nuggets with this one with yeah Christian. man sony jump in take us away with this one all right so i mean it's hard for me to think that the whole tva is fake or some sort of uh, you know, illusion or construct of some kind. Mm-hmm. I do believe that everyone who works there was created by timekeepers, yeah. Kang, whoever the hell. I don't think it's humans or whatever being picked up and thrown. I, I really do believe they are created. And that's what, you know, Mobius believes that we know. But I, I just, it's hard for me to think that it's just built and weird because if we had just saw the regular little Infinity Stones in the desk, we could have been like, oh, those are fake. But the fact that we saw the one Tesseract that we know is legit and we know works and just completely voided there tells me that this is a true plane of reality that has its own rules. Right. But, you know, but I think also to the, you know, but also back to the point of Mobius and Loki having, you know, having that, that discussion, like we talk about it's written and it is, and it always will be so on and so forth that Mobius says in episode one, but there's no way, in hell that conversation that he had with loki about free will in a lunchroom which where people are not i think i don't think people are allowed to talk in there they're talking and breaking the rules like that's definitely not on mobius's you know strip so what if mobius is also a variant of mobius mm-hmm. right like that because he is spending so much time with with loki he's getting that whole free will thing and kind of playing with that idea and talking about it he still believes in his purpose that he belongs to the tva and he was created and he'll be there to the end of time and and there's there's peace but we all know that you know the universe and all that wants to go back to chaos so and with the miss minutes thing i don't i think it might be a i think it's a i think it's a mulligan i think it's just thrown in there it's interesting to me that the miss minutes thing her jumping like in the real world is the most digital thing they have in the tva because all of the tva is super analog yeah but she's the most digital thing and she's jumping around doing it but i i think I, I think it's a red herring. I think they're just doing it in there to kind of make us speculate. And she's literally there as a training mechanism for Loki to be indoctrinated into the TVA. And maybe that's what her purpose is because she's a character. She's a cute character to get people comfortable with the fact of what the TVA is and to get you involved and to get you hooked and to give you, you know, make you believe in the purpose of the TVA. It's not just some, you know, some jerk kind of yelling at you trying to get you in. It's this cute character. Like, how could I not believe Miss Minutes when she's, you know, leading you down the yellow brick road. So that's what I think. And I want to thank Jason for just sending me this on the side. 
Right here we wait. Why is it not sharing? Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. That's oh, great. that's so guess. so amazing. I love it. TJ builds stuff. There we go. Yes, that that is freaking again. Oh my get God. this man. Get this man a scooter. Get him his uh, jet ski. Get, get him a jet ski. So again, talking about illusions and everything, I thought it was pretty interesting. As, and and this is a great conversation that um Loki again had with Agent Morbius when they were discussing going back to the different variant abilities where they're like um talking about illusion magic where loki explains to him the difference with illusion casting and duplication because it seems like the tva is not familiar with all of loki's abilities um and we even see something that we haven't seen loki do is um he kind of this variant kind of shows that he has telekinesis when he summoned a Roomba rumba to smack the shit out of someone um in that uh you know fake uh rocks and uh, the evil walmart that's what we'll call it um <laughs> agency <laughs> um so i want to get people's thoughts on that like do you think that this is just some foreshadowing again um with loki talking about the abilities the different variants and the fact that now we've deep dived like you know could this be an illusionary trick to try to trick him and all that's for control um we will lead with uh jason with that one i mean it's really interesting and i thought about this in the first episode that how it seemed like when thor first came out and um they introduced the concept of loki and as guardians they went out of their way not to go in the realm of magic and explain everything away as like, basically that they were aliens, that they're, you know, they're out there in space and they had their own, you know, planet. And it seems like since, it seemed like pre-Doctor Strange, Marvel was afraid to embrace magic. And post-Doctor Strange, especially now going into WandaVision, how you went with like, oh, she's a miracle, AKA mutant, because we can't say it. Uh, but now like she's, you know, she's the Scarlet Witch. They're embracing magic more and, they went out of their way in, I believe, in episode one, this, to, to, to Loki said, I can't use my magic. So if it is magic, it's, it's, it's not really clear what he can and can't do. Like, if you go by the rules of, of, of science fiction and fantasy, like, he can really do anything. So summoning, su summoning a Roomba to, to him isn't beyond the realm of possibility for, you know, wizards and, and witches and warlocks that we've seen in other, in other movies. So... It's real interesting how they're going to handle this going forward. Because on the one hand, you could do whatever you want with Loki. Then you could just, from episode to episode, movie to movie, be like, "I need Loki to actually turn into a snake." Because Thor mentioned it once. Boom, shape shifting. You know, he's a snake. So I, I, I really don't know if I can say it's definitely like a new power or just something that he always could have done. We've just never shown it before. Sorry, I have a cat in the back. That's all good. All good. <laughs> This is a special guest star. <laughs> Ari, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to uh, realize who's talking about it, right? Would Loki reveal all the powers that he had? Uh, Loki is inherently an unreliable narrator. He's, everybody knows he's a liar, and yet he still gets away with lying, and that's his best power. He is able to deceive everyone and someone like that would never ever ever put all his cards on the table you cannot believe him it doesn't surprise me that he's doing new things he's in a more desperate situation than we've seen him in um in a different situation at least and it would not surprise me if there were all sorts of things that he can do as an asgardian as a magic person um that we don't know and 
Um, yeah, I mean, if you're Thor, Thor is someone who brags about what he, we know everything that he can do because he will tell you, you know, I can do it and and I'm the mighty Thor and this is what I could do. Loki is strongest the, Avenger. Yep, I am <laughs> the exact, right. And you know, I am the exact opposite, right? And um, you know, so um, it doesn't surprise me at all. I think it's in character, but I think it's in, also I think it's interesting that they have our two main um, access points to this world are Loki, who we know is unreliable. He's the one who's coming from our world, from our MCU, where we know all the rules, and yet we know we can't believe him. At the same time, we have to believe him because our experience of the events is most similar to him. And Morbius, who's in this, he has some autonomy, but he's in this weird middle manager type field operative phase where he doesn't know exactly what's up either and there's a lot of speculation involved with him um, in one sense he's a true believer but in the other sense he doesn't know what's going on and he's questioning some things as well so um, we have a lot of unreliable narrators and unreliable access points but to the point about his power yeah if you were Loki would you ever think Loki would tell you everything he could do he's always got something in reserve Justin yeah, it, it's straight up at that point. Um, you, we, it's a character that we know we can't trust. Um, and the the, the r- right way to say is it's the narrator that's making up the story as he goes along. Um, he's going to let you know when he wants to reveal something. He's going to let you know when it comes out, when it when he needs to. Um, it. There's there's no continuity to it, so he can just randomly pull in these other things because ultimately he could just be showing things as a, an illusion anyways. And if he makes you want to see it, that's his true power. Um, we know we know he's a liar in that sense, and you can't you you can't trust the the only thing that you can trust it is him, that you can't trust him. So. He proves that time and time again, and e- even uh, even with episode two, they they say, "Oh, uh, it's the line about backstabbing." Oh, I've never backstabbed. Well, he's so proud of the story of backstabbing Thor over and over and over. <laughs> what are you talking about? We know this is not right. So you you gotta just kind of roll with it. Um, at that point, I and and again, I, I think it's a great point that uh, Aaron makes with it that you're talking about Loki, who we know you, you can't trust, and then we're just supposed to buy into Owen Wilson as our savior, as our what? Like ultimately, he could be the middle managed devil that you don't really, you're not supposed to see. Um, so. I, I don't know which way you, you can really go, but for for talking about Loki's power, he's going to keep those cards so close to, to his chest right there because what real what what's different about him now anyways, you know? Oh. So I'm 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 in agreement with everyone. He's going to keep the cards close to his vest. He'll be lying through his teeth and smiling on the way to the bank. But um, now that he's going into other timelines, as we've seen, I'm interested. I'm interested to see 
like when he was at the TVA, his powers were essentially nullified. When he got back to uh, the you know the the sacred timeline, his powers worked. I'm curious to see how his powers are affected if he's in different places and different different spots throughout the timeline. Like maybe his powers are amplified, maybe his powers work a little bit different, a little wonky, depending on which spot in this new branch timeline he's in. So I'm here for that. Tony, take us away. All right, I'm gonna go a little. <clears throat> I'm gonna go a little different from from everybody. I like what everyone's saying. I'm gonna go a little different. I think that this is a, a measurement of the TVA. So we talk about that whole him talking about the difference of these two specific magics, and Loki gives a full blown college course mm-hmm. TED talk about these two different types of magics, and everyone there is looking at him like head deer in headlights. This tells me that the TVA gives no dams about any sort of research about any of the variants that they are trying to get. They are more about clip the branches, ask questions later. And yeah, they've dealt with various different Lokis, but this Loki, Lady Loki, Old Man Loki potentially, could be some of the most powerful variants that they've ever had to deal with. And because they don't have any sort of understanding of how they work, they they consistently fail over and over and over and over again and that's why mobius was like i gotta try something new and that's why he that's why he brings in this loki to help him out so i think sure i agree loki's keeping all of his powers to the to his chest because that's him we can't trust them but we can't trust but to but to not trust them like i'm all here for that but it just shows the the incapability of the TVA to handle a powerful variant. They have all these things. They have everything he said. They have his, the real of his lifeline, but they can't, hand, they can't handle him because they refuse to understand who he is, what he can do, and it's screwing them over, over and over again. So, yeah. I and like this, it. I like it. This has been another. But before we go, though, I do want to tackle. So we did mention the bombs in the beginning. I want to get everyone's speculation on what they think. And you said, Tone, that you had the list. So read the list, please, if you have it. I got you right now. So we know that bombs drop in uh, Niflheim, which is where Hell is from. We in nowhere, the head of the Celestial, Vormir, where Black Widow went splat, Asgard. <laughs> Sakaar, Ego, <laughs> Titan, Hala, Xandar, Jotunheim, and various places on Earth. So most of these intergalactic locations uh, have pretty big implications of what they mean in the MCU and what we potentially could get. Uh, you know, are we gonna are we gonna get Loki in various places? Is the Red Skull no longer gonna be the keeper of the Soul Stone? Um, is Hela going to be getting out of of her home? Is Loki is a variant of Loki going to be raised by the Frost Giants? There's so many questions. There's so many things that we can see within the last four episodes. But I think what could also be interesting if they play with um, they play with time in a certain way. So sometimes when you see time travel movies, the thing that happened in the past, you just kind of live it as your present until you live going into the past as your present. So the things that we know that happened in the sacred timeline potentially could have been caused by the time bombs that went off in Earth in 2055. But they don't, you know, take place until, you know, but we didn't know that until the show showed us that. So I think that could be something that they do. And really, Lady Loki is the one who kind of orchestrated the entire MCU grand timeline. I don't know. 
but that's kind of my simple, simple uh, uh, theory. And not to go too heavy because I need, <laughs> I need to see episode three before you start going going nuts. Anyone else want to add to that theory for for Tone? Who wants to take it? Um, I I still I still go with the theory that the sacred timeline is this like fabrication by the TVA to have one timeline because it's easier to control because they like order. And originally there should be multiple branches and there should be multiple, uh, you know, timelines and multiverse uh, adjacent things. Justin. So So, real quick, how's, how's this deal with what the ancient one says? I'm just going to throw it back to you guys because everyone talks about one timeline. And when, when you screw something up, it makes a, it branches off to a new timeline. We saw that. Yeah. I mean, she, she really, so I, I think it'll be interesting to see what they do, but I do know that the one thing she, like the one pinnacle there was that an infinity stone was screwed up. So like, it was always like, if you, cause the infinity stones are what keep the timeline going, even though Loki says the timekeepers keep the timeline going. Right. So right. it's really like who, who's, who's telling the truth. So is it, and maybe we'll, we'll find that out. Like who, who was right. Sorcerer Supreme or these, you know, three lizard people. <laughs> Ari. No, I, I agree with law, but I think it's setting up for, um, Loki, um, making this chaos out of a single timeline. And I think that on a meta level, it allows you to do all the what if stories and it allows you to do things that are not canon. And if you want to come out with a random show in five years that doesn't fit into whatever you're doing with the MCU at that time, you could do a mini series in branch timeline, whatever um, it is, and just tell a little story there. Um, They used to do things like that all the time in various comics where you'd have these little things that weren't, um, you know, that weren't canon and, um, you know, just tell your story that you want to tell your little self-contained story and move on. I think also, um, you know, I like the idea, like I said before, of, um, of of the trickster creating chaos without fully understanding the consequences of that chaos and the TVA obviously representing order. And I think that's, you know, the consequent you can deal with the consequences of that chaos later in other things, whether it's Doctor Strange, whether it's other Marvel shows, whether it's whatever um, they might not even know yet, because you're creating possi- you're creating theoretically infinite possibilities, right? Um, so it leaves you open to do all these things. But I think that the main conflict I would I would agree with laws between order and chaos between one timeline and many. Yes. Yeah, so I am. I will give up. Oh, sorry, this way. I'll give you. Uh, that way. That way. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right, this way. Yeah. Yep. There, we go. there we go. There we go. There we go. We did it. We did it, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll end it with the agent of chaos himself in the corner right there, Nerd Truth. If you want to add anything to that. Yeah, I would say besides <laughs> besides where it, it it would also be important when because like is it Vormir? when Thanos was there? Is it Vormir when um, Black Widow and Hawkeye is there? Is it Vormir when the Red Skull apparently first got there? Um, unfortunately, it's only four episodes, so I don't think they're going to four more. I got, I got you with years. If you want years, I got you with that, too. All right, well... <laughs> that's, well a that, <laughs> that's a much deeper rabbit he's hole. Gonna, he's going to hook you in that rabbit hole. <laughs> that, you I got like, that sidebar chat. Watch. <laughs> I definitely want to go through that when there's more time. 
But uh, the, the point out that I was getting at is that going back to what I had said before about major points in um, time in the multiverse, again, if Randy, Lady Loki, is trying to destroy time, it would make sense to go to key. Like they, they always say, if you could go back in time and kill Hitler, would you do it? That would create an entire new timeline because you're taking out Hitler. So what if they're, she's trying to take out the formation of the Avengers, take out you know, Thanos putting together the gauntlet, take out all these key events that are, are either going to completely alter time for, 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 to the end of it or completely destroy it. Um, it could be playing into that. Like maybe she's trying to specifically bomb out these key points in time. Um, again, going back to that, there's only four episodes left. I do think that they are going to visit some of this because just based on the trailers, there's that one scene in the trailer where it looked, everybody was saying, Oh, look, it's black widow on the, on Vormir. That is probably now we probably know it's lady Loki, but it looks like they are going to Vormir. And there was that, I'm pretty sure there was a shot of a destroyed New York with a totaled Avengers tower in the background that I'm not sure of all the, the key locations on earth, but again, maybe she bombed out the battle of New York from the first Avengers movie. So in these four episodes, is it, it is possible they might uh, visit these key moments in time where these bombs were dropped. And, you know, maybe, again, these are creating timelines that for whatever reason she wants it. You know, a timeline where there are no Avengers, a timeline where there was no Infinity Gauntlet. So it'd be interesting to see uh, this list and these these uh, locations keyed up with times and dates and how it coincides with what happened in the movies. I love it. I, I thank you guys for coming. I mean, before also to we do I go, I'm doing the Puerto Rican goodbye right now, but um, I do want to give Justin Hart a little bit of the floor to showcase some of his stuff. I'm going to give you guys some time yeah. to showcase your stuff. So Justin, I'm going to bring you up. We will put you in the solo layout. So go ahead, Justin, you, the floor is all yours. Show off some of them stuff. So that beautiful bean footage you're on mute. <laughs> I am on mute. Um, I'm not no longer. Um, so I, you know, with with shows being suspended, I've had lots of time to to work on new stuff. At the same time, um, I get lots of requests for the old stuff. So uh, at this point, like, I'm gonna set up my cam a little different, and this may take a sec. There we go. Um, so this happens to be a new piece that I'm working on. These are just some of my test copies. Um, but the the bigger image that I'm working for would be the lineup of the seven evil X's. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Um, one of the what what had kind of started me on this route was being able to see the depth in things and see see where I wanted to go with it. So um, I had worked originally with the uh, Civil War cover, and the the major thing with it with Civil War was yes, I love the cover of Cap and Iron Man staring each other down, but I always thought it was more them being divided that rather than staring each other down, they were somewhat back to back and that they were turning away from things. So I had done it as two separate pieces where it's the Captain America side and then the Iron Man side. Um, and I, I remember the, my, my first bigger show, um, I came in like blazing with this, that I had so many pieces ready to go and for sale. 
And I think I sold one of each. And it was like, wow, this is not good. Um, and now, really, I, I go to a show and I'll have one of the little pieces. Um, this is a 12. No, this is a 9 by 12 frame. Just to just to put this into perspective, so I'll bring one of these. Uh, this happens to be twenty layers deep on that. So where there's the actual edging, this is all done through cutting uh, by hand, no less. Um, people are, are are always saying, "Oh, I love your three D printed stuff." I'm like, "Yeah, no, you go somewhere else." Um, that is that's not really what I do with that. Um, so I'll go to I'll go to shows maybe with one of these pieces, and then when it sells, it it's sold for the for the show. Um, and at that point, I'll I'll take commissions, um, and my commissions on these I do the larger size of eleven by seventeen, and I do it pretty much uh, based on what people are looking for, um, size wise. So uh, the really the smallest I've started is at like. Uh, I think I did a piece of eight layers for one of these and it was next to nothing uh, for the big pieces. Um, and it, it, I've been going like five, 500, 750,000 in, in those sort of increments. Um, but the big thing with these pieces, with the uh, large scale is they're signed and numbered so that it's an exclusive thing uh, by any one numbered piece. So, I just sold uh, a commission for a 19-layer piece. So that was number uh, one of five. When I'm done with those five, no one's going to get a 19-layer piece. And that's that's how, I, how I've, I'm doing it at that point. So there is a, quite a bit of exclusivity on that. And um, the, the turnout, the twist on it has been very nice. Um, more people are willing to get something that's made for them as opposed to just... Um, there. So that would be the Captain America side. Um, from there, I do I, I do a lot of the Marvel stuff, but that's also because the live action stuff works so well. So I did up the Defenders next. Um, and the death it, you captured. Say that again? No, I like the death that you captured again. Oh, thank you, thank you. So, uh, unfortunately, this being the black and white, you get the, the glare all over it. Um, and, again, this is, I think this is a 12-layer piece, if I remember correctly. So, I'll, I'll usually go to the show with one of these, and when it sells, it sells. Uh, again, I have these uh, inserted stores, and but when I'm when I sell out, you know, it's at that point commission based. Thank you, Justin. No problem. Thank you for that sharing. Um, and then I'm going to let Ari plug in the book because your book just came out too. You you were featured in a book on Skullgate Media and you're working on Comic Book School again with the next anthology. And I'll let you plug that in a way as well. Well, yes, I, I have a number of things. I've been in a number of anthologies recently. There's um, there's Under, covers it, Under New Suns, a shared world uh, sci-fi anthology from uh, Skullgate Media. Um, Sebastian mentioned, I'm also uh, co-editing the Comic Book School Panel 2 anthology, The Time In. I'm going to have a Mr. Stupendous story in there. Uh, Sebastian's helping me out with that. I have a uh, gothic poem coming out in July in, uh, in a uh, magazine called uh, Love Letters to Poe. 
Um, it's a Horror Writers Association professional uh, level uh, credit uh, magazine. Um, so I'm excited about that. It's really like, if you like post poetry, it's in that style. And I just found out recently that the um, Remnants Anthology, which is post-apocalyptic horror that I have a short story and a pro short story, um, this is the old version and it went out of print. It just got picked up by a new publisher. It's gonna be released with some new stories as well before the end of the year. So there's there's a lot of things going on, um, writing in a whole variety of different genres and uh, different books, a number of things that I already know are coming out. Um, so the, um, the Skullgate Media, the Under New Suns, that's already out. Um, the comic book school anthology will be out by New York Comic Con. Uh, Remnants, we don't have an exact release date for, but it should be later this year. And um, my poem, um, The Widow's Walk, which will be in uh, Love Letters to Poe, that comes out at the end of July. Awesome. Thank you again, Ari. Yep. And finally, uh, guys, let's give a big congratulations because, again, Jason is newly married. Congratulations again, brother. Yes, again, happy for you guys. Um, this way, again, you just show you off of what a badass cosplayer Jason is. Um, I have this. Do it. Right here is yes. This was recently at Garden State Comic Fest. Look at the couple right there playing off uh Donna Troy and Nightwing. Classic again. Very nice, very nice. Got you a mute, Jason. Yep, that's the wife. <laughs> <laughs> No, again, you guys are an awesome duel. You guys, um, again, we thank you guys also too for helping with the show last year. Again, happy you guys having to be back this year. Again, glad to finally have you on the show as well. I, I hope you guys had a great time. Thank you for coming on Nerds It Around. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the next episode of Loki, which is coming out at 3 a.m. Um, tomorrow. Just a couple, couple hours. Just a couple hours. Uh, um, again, this has been your boy Sebastian. It's your boy Law. Oh, and he's going to blow a tone from across the hall. Why is everybody muting each other? <laughs> it always happens to one of us. <laughs> Get that out there. Have a good night, guys. Later. Stay nerdy. <laughs>